I'm Em. I'm obsessed with all things human design, motherhood, and helping women navigate through this sometimes messy, but oh so magical thing called life. I'm a Midwest girl who lived, learned, danced, and sang her way around the world, found her way back home, married her high school sweetheart, and became mama to Isla August. Guided by my intuition and the lifelong belief that we're all written in the stars, I stumbled upon human design and I never looked back. Since becoming a mama and finding a new, more modern outlook on the old paradigm of motherhood, I've completely fallen in love with understanding the energetics of myself and my sweet babe. Human design has allowed me to operate as a soulful mama, rather than constantly comparing myself to the other moms and trying to be more like them. Human design gave me permission to do mamahood my way, and it gave me the lens I needed to see my daughter in her own light too. Today, I lead women in the new paradigm of parenting and mamahood through human design, creating energetic flow within themselves, their children, and their family. I help mamas reclaim their power as women and gain clarity in the guidance of their children's energy. Motherhood by Design is raw and real conversation that's focused on all things mamahood, conscious parenting, and real life, with the overarching theme of human design. Let's be honest, every day is new when you're chasing kiddos, and this podcast will be much the same. So bring your coffee, bring your wine, a baby in a sling, or your big kids at the park, come lean into this wild, soulful ride, and together, let's redefine mamahood. See you inside. Welcome to Motherhood by Design podcast. Thanks for being back and listening. If you've listened before, I appreciate you. Um, Today I am having a little conversation with my friend and mastermind sister, Shannon. She is rad in so many ways, and I will let her go ahead and give a little introduction about who she is and what she's all about. And um, then we're going to take it into a conversation on um, martyrdom within motherhood, which I think is just kind of spot on in um, today's world. So Shannon. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me on here. And I know, yeah, we definitely connect over this topic and there is so much to get into, but um, I'm a women's mindset, um, coach and mentor, and mostly just helping women tap back into their magic in their life, in motherhood and in their business. And this has just been a huge part of my journey. And I am just so excited to be helping women drop the martyrdom and just really tap back into their power and into their magic and just start living a life for themselves again, as well as their family. Yeah, I 100% um, resonate with all of that. And it's like, so key to have, you know, just other women rooting for (laughs) each other, you know, having that like, kind of support system and advocate for each other in terms of just womanhood and motherhood, especially because it's, it's a it's a wild ride and um, learning to really tap into that magic and own your kind of truth, as you have said before, is... um, really, really powerful once you're able to do it. And um, it's easily lost within Mm -hmm. our lives today. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. And I feel like we're not, or at least I felt we're not taught this, like we're not 
we there's no like handbook for life and you just dive into motherhood and it is just so easy to get swallowed up and women having these conversations and how I was able to pull myself out was hearing other women going through the same things and learning that it's not just me and this is a really common thing and then also learning like what you can do to start to shift out of it too. Yeah, the whole um the whole idea of it takes a village just like spreads so far in like so many different directions throughout like just like life and in specifically within motherhood because the support like in a variety of different ways not only just martyrdom but just having hearing each other's stories and having the support and having the people to talk to or just listen to or give suggestions and advice like non-judgmental is so crucial I feel like because I I don't know being a new mom you're you're yeah I guess before we dive into this let's go ahead and um get a little bit of your Beck story and like a little bit about you and mamahood and all of that okay sure um yeah I I definitely was like a little girl I never dreamed of having my wedding I didn't picture it like there was nothing about it that not that I did or didn't want to get married but I knew without a doubt that I wanted to be a mom and I wouldn't even say I'm if you met me, like, I don't think I'm like innately mothering or, you know, how some people you meet and they just give off that quality. I don't even feel like necessarily that's me, but it was just something inside of me. Um, And I met my husband and he had been married before. And so they weren't going to have kids in his previous marriage. And so I think when we got together, right away, he wanted to know if we were going to have kids. And I had just turned 30. And I knew that I didn't want to be with someone who didn't want that either. So it, it happened really fast. We actually got pregnant 10 months after dating, which was on purpose, like it was exactly Mm -hmm. what we wanted. It it just went really fast. Um, So got pregnant with my son after 10 months, and then um, had my son so good. A bit of a crazy birth story, but, um, and then we ended up, um, so I guess there's two parts. The other part about having my son and because of the birth story and also just because you don't know, you just get thrown into it. Like, oh gosh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing that, I don't care. Like, I'm someone who like <laughs> we've talked about this in human design I'm a I have a line one and that's like I will gather all of the information like I don't care how prepared you are for motherhood like I read books and I talked to friends and I got the advice and I listened to all the different sides and all of the, whatever I don't care how how prepared you think you are you're never prepared it's a whirlwind and you kind of that's why I was saying like the village is such a crucial part of it because mm-hmm. you you get lost. You kind of get swallowed up a little bit. It's for lack of a better way of saying it. It's just overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And I would even say, yeah, I'm the same way, like read all the books. We went to all the classes. We thought it would go the certain way. And it's just, you, I feel like motherhood, you truly realize how little we are in control. It is so unpredictable. Yeah. 
and you have to be okay with it because it's just not going to go your birth's not maybe not going to go your way or your pregnancy or getting pregnant or once you have a kid your child is their own being you're not in control of how their personality how they sleep like there's so many things and i felt for me too it some you're like sometimes you're on it you're killing it you're doing such a good job and then it wears down on you in different ways than you expected at different times it kind of sneaks up on you in different ways yes it's i was actually i was thinking about this the other day um about how like I feel like the greatest gift that you can give to yourself I mean in general but within motherhood and the greatest gift that you can give to your child as well at the same time is learning how to let go of the expectations Mm -hmm. because there you're just I don't want to say that you're always going to be let down because it's not that you're necessarily getting let down it's just you gotta you you never know like what's gonna happen and how like it you can have an expectation of it going one way and then you get, it doesn't go that way and you feel bad about it. Or you can just lose the expectations altogether. And maybe it goes like 10 times better than you could have ever even expected or imagined. And you just kind of got to go with it rather than like putting yourself in this little box or your child in this like box, you know, I don't know. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Like I always laugh and I laugh because we were these people too. And I've had friends who don't have kids and like, oh, when we have kids, we're going to do this. Oh, totally. I was that person as well. Right. And we, we all do it. And you watch people, you watch people in your life who have kids and you're like, oh yeah, I'll do that. Yep. Won't do that. And you kind of suss it out. And then it is like this tsunami of life and you're just hanging on to that boat (laughs) And it's not all up to you. And you just have to, like you said, like totally releasing the expectation and just doing as best you can in every moment and choosing to choose again if you need to. And you're just working your way through. But it it makes me laugh because I see it in us. And like you said, it's so funny how you just think you're going to do it this certain way. And you're like, oh, oh no. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I laugh because my my best friend, she had her daughter young. She Charlotte, she just turned 11, which is crazy. But um and I so I've like grown up, you know, knowing Charlotte. Charlotte's been in my life for the past 11 years and like knowing Bailey as my best friend and I like laugh now cuz I always we'd be together and I'd be like we'd be talking about motherhood and I obviously wasn't a mom yet. And, like, just the things that you learn and all this stuff and be like, oh, yeah, taking notes. Like, okay, don't do this, like, mentally in my head. Like, never going to do that or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then you have your own children. And it's just, like, I I throw my hands up. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. And it's so different. We're all so different. Our kids are different. And certain things, like, our friends did we don't care as much. So we're like, we'll let that slide and other things are important. And you're just trying to like find a middle ground and you're just trying to figure it out. Right. Right. And now I have, so I look back and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I have so much respect and so much like just general like love for like my best friend and like my mom who was a single mom and like all the moms like before me because I'm like oh my god I get it (laughs) yeah I see see you so much clearer now yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> and like, wouldn't you say to us thinking about this yesterday, I feel like there, I haven't had this, like there's been no other part of my life where people have given me more unsolicited advice than in motherhood. Oh yeah. No other part. Like I find it crazy. Like you would never walk up to someone and like tell them what to do with their life as a, just as an adult. But if you're pregnant or if you have a baby or if you have a kid, I feel like strangers and family, everybody has different things to say. And I'm like, it's, it might, like, you have to be so also resilient and so okay with yourself and really dig into like what you want and what you know is good. Because I feel like people just throw it all over you. Like they have no shame and just like, I can remember bottle feeding my son. So I was breastfeeding and bottle feeding like formula we did a mix because I had like low supply and I was bottle feeding my son in the parking lot of a mall before we went in and some lady was like you shouldn't be bottle or you shouldn't be feeding him bottle feeding you should be breastfeeding him and I'm like how does a stranger it's so it just blows my mind I'm like first of all you don't know what's in the bottle second of all he could be adopted. I don't have any supply. It it's my choice. Yeah, it doesn't no, make there's a great. It's, yeah, it's your choice, and there are a plethora of reasons that this woman would never have any idea or like backstory to to even yeah. yeah. But somehow they feel like they have a right to say something, and it's surprising. And then also, like you said, you have to then yourself as the mom have like extreme resilience and like strength in yourself and in your person and Mm -hmm. and quite honestly not many of us do I'm not saying that we don't have the strength within us but it's not something that's taught to us that that like that hurts your feelings that makes you question your like decisions it makes you like I don't know feel judged and guilty or have shame of some sort even though a second before you were just sitting in your car feeding your baby nourishing your baby and it was all fine and then all of a sudden someone says something and it if you don't have like a hard shell or just like a, a you know it takes a lot for someone to really just be able to brush that off mm-hmm. yeah I feel like that was like a big lesson for me like it's kind of almost like initiating you into motherhood we're gonna sling all these opinions on you and you're gonna learn to not let it bother you and like stand up for yourself and your child and like what you, cause it's all you can do. Like you can't please everyone and you should, like, it's not their job to, to tell you that, you know? No. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It really is like, and I think we've like also had this conversation before, but it's like, not only is a baby born when you become a mom, but like the mom, is birthed the mother is birthed and it is like an ever evolving like growth like between you and your child and then your secondary child and then your third like it never ends it's consistently like you are on your toes (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. you're kept on your toes and it takes a lot of like it's just it's a hard job (laughs) yeah yeah and you're you're having to 
navigate this new version of yourself while also keeping a small human alive and fed and happy and to be a kind human in the world you know like there there's just right these layers also, like grieving your past life because you're no longer that person and then also like trying to uh, adhere to all of these like societal rules and questioning like all these different opinions and judgments that are being thrown at you and then like I don't know fed is best and then it's like okay and then it gets to the three month mark or well you're in Canada like you guys have a better um maternity leave but here it's like some women have to go back to work six weeks after giving birth and that's just absurd Mm -hmm. and there's just yeah yeah it's a lot yeah yeah it's crazy it's yeah it's just a lot and I don't know if you feel like I definitely feel I've changed the most I think almost or maybe like close to like teenagehood or something but I really it changes you like you're a different person oh hands down right yes Yeah. And I feel like there's an in-between and I know we've talked about this a bit too, because I feel like we both, I know you've traveled a ton and kind of just led this really cool life. And I was the same, like traveled a ton, lived in different countries. Yeah. When you talk about your story, I'm always like, oh, we are kindred spirits. Like we literally had the same past life. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it's, so that was really hard too, because then how do you incorporate? And like you said, you're kind of grieving this past self and not that I would ever take it back because I love motherhood and I love being a mom and I am so grateful for it. But you're just trying to figure out like, how do I bring pieces of that past person and then integrate them with this new person? And how do I find this balance of this person I feel really good about inside? Like this version that you know, embodies everything. It's really hard. It's so hard. I'm still trying to figure out the balance. And I don't know that you ever like get it down because I feel like the second you feel good about it, something else happens. You just have to have like the agility or like you kind of like get that muscle memory of like how to, okay, pivot and figure it out and move with it and go with it and still like enjoy. But it's, it's also difficult because I feel like, so you get pregnant you go through pregnancy which can sometimes be uh, like a lot in itself and then the birth like you said your birth story is a birth story (laughs) you know a big one and um and then you have your baby and you're and you're this changed person and you're taking care of this child and keeping them alive and then you're also grieving your past life and wanting to still hold on to a bit of that, but then you're feeling bad for wanting to hold on to a bit of that. And you should be only focusing on your child and taking care of your child. And then you feel bad about like, there's this constant push and pull of just like guilt or like Mm -hmm. feeling like you're doing something wrong. Like thinking about the old you and wanting to have some freedom and some space, you feel guilty or you feel like that's, that's not, the right way you should be thinking and then vice versa like there's never any just like yeah okay you're allowed to feel that way let's like move through it let's figure it out like how what are some like positive ways that we can 
work through this and come out like stronger instead it's just a constant like cyclical like negative kind of loop that a lot of moms get stuck in mm-hmm. yeah which would I, be that like martyr <laughs> yeah I feel like it's that weird thing where you're like I just need time to myself and you say it all day and then you get an hour when they go to bed and you just end up looking at pictures of them on your phone you know <laughs> like it's that weird dichotomy of motherhood like it's just unexplainable and I like when I kind of dove into the like tapping back into my magic because I'm like how do I feel like myself again and I'm this new person and I really would say saying yes to the small things and doing even small things for myself daily or doing one thing for myself or it's like those small choices because I feel like you're probably the same like I just would pack up and like screw it I'm selling everything I'm moving to Australia or I'm moving (laughs) here or it was all these huge dramatic changes and it's not not that it's not fully possible in motherhood because that we could move to Thailand or wherever we want if we really want realistically yeah if you want it yeah yeah but I'm like is that really what I want no I'm you know like there's so much goodness and the stability and everything so it's like trying to navigate like where you can find the yeses because like you're saying it's kind of a negative cycle and I don't know if you found this too but it kind of feeds the martyrdom like I would hang out with mom groups and then we're, ta- we're talking about how tired we are and how our husband didn't do this thing. And mm-hmm. it's a lot of complaining and you mm-hmm. can kind of get like hooked into that cycle. And although it feels good and you can be like bonding, it's like you said, this negative cycle. And like at the end, you don't really feel better because you're like, well, I'm still here. I'm still doing what I've been talking right. about. Um. Yeah. So I feel like for me, it was really trying to figure out like, what would make me happy today? Like, where's one thing I can say yes for myself? Where's one thing that I can ask for time? And you were saying like how we feel like we have to do it all. I feel like there's a lot of guilt, like some for some people leaving your baby, for asking for help, because you should be able to do it all. Or even like, just taking time for yourself, even if like, they're like, well, what are you gonna, what are you going to do? Or it's not like you're working, but it's like, you need that time. You just, sometimes you just want to sit and have a hot drink and stare into the abyss. And yeah, right. Like, <laughs> like, I just want to sit here in quiet and not have to like, think about thinking about something. <laughs> Yeah, like, and so I really feel like it's like the little things and sometimes they don't feel enough because we're used to these grand gestures or Mm -hmm. we'll never catch up on sleep. We need to sleep in for a whole week, but it's like maybe one sleep in I'll give you enough of a shift to make you a bit happier and maybe getting an hour to like get outside or call a friend on the phone and have uninterrupted adult conversation or a hot drink or you know, just like making those time and not feeling guilty because it is hard. And I feel like we do feel this pressure to, to do it all. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It is. hard. Yeah. It's, it's a weird, 
like like you were saying it's like a duality of like I mean everything in this life has like a, a yin and a yang but it's a very interesting concept when you think about it having to do with motherhood because it's just for some reason over the years we have just taken on this idea that we are meant to do it all and we're like you said like we're almost fearful like almost afraid to give it up but we want to give it up like we want to ask for help but then does that mean like we're weak and we can't do it or like Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like there's the whole uh, women that um go back to work and are working moms but then they have like this guilt for not seeing and spending enough time with their baby but then they're at home and they be and they become the stay-at-home mom but then they have this guilt of not making any sort of income and helping to support the family and like there's like nothing is ever just like okay it's fine Mm -hmm. yeah 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 a hundred percent I feel like it and again it's that thing like we're not taking people's advice personally and really figuring out what you want like I feel like the other thing is like I compared myself and it like crippled me at the beginning of motherhood with my son and now I know to trust myself more but yeah really trusting and just knowing you're not going to be the same as every mom you're not Yeah, it's a it's a total mindset shift and a a full like integration of trust and surrender within yourself and knowing that you have your own like your child is your child because they were meant to have you as their mother like you Mm -hmm. are there and you are their intuitive guidance like you are their gps until they are capable of guiding themselves like not someone else on instagram not another mom in your mom group not grandma not (laughs) any of the aunts, uncles, friends, whoever, like, yes, sometimes like you can take their advice and you can listen to their stories and you can do it all, but do it with a grain of salt. And really at the end of the day, ask yourself like what you want, what you desire, what your gut is telling you, or in Mm -hmm. your case, your spleen. Um, and really learn how to lean into that because it starts to make things like so much more joyful, honestly. Like I've been, that's, this is something I've been practicing over this past year and over like the past, I mean, we've been talking and we were in our mastermind for a while. You know this, that I trusting and surrendering and like giving up control, which is another thing within motherhood. Like we like to have control, like as much as we don't want to, work as much and do the laundry and clean up and like take care of the kids and we need time to ourselves. it's also really hard to give that up and trust that someone else will do it as well as you will Mm -hmm. so there's like there's that kind of at least I don't know do you agree with that I feel like there's a lot of that as well like as much as you want space and as much as you want all of that or you can complain about it all you want there's still like you think 
or no or whatever that you're the only one that can do it the, mm-hmm. the way that it's supposed to be done so then you just take it on and then you end up like burning out and coming to like a place of resentment or like frustration or anger mm-hmm. I I would say that's a huge one I did that with my husband a lot particularly um and I got better once we had my daughter because I had to. It was like divide and conquer. Yeah. I couldn't micromanage, but definitely with my son and for sure, even with my daughter too, it's it's like a constant lesson of letting go. And I also kind of what you're saying, like leaning in and trusting and also trusting that my kids are getting something from him and what they need, not just from me, but like the way he does stuff is good Mm -hmm. for them too and just not like everything I do isn't the right way and it is like that's where I feel like the martyrdom comes too because you're like I'm so tired I do all this stuff but you can't do it the right way so I'm going to do it all and you're just blocking yourself off from help and like who cares if someone feeds them what you don't normally feed them or they get to bed a little bit later or do you know, like, sometimes you have to allow for that so you can just get some space and it's great for your kids too. But I, I feel like I see that with a lot of um, my friends too, that it's a hard one releasing because especially if you've really seen yourself as a mom or like you're really valuing your role as a mom you releasing that grip sometimes you're like well now I only see myself as a mom if I release that grip and let someone help who am I who am I and that's like that's totally because okay that's where it comes into the whole like um getting lost in motherhood where it's like the only way that you know how to like see yourself now like you don't know who you are outside of motherhood because you just become so infatuated with it and that's also not healthy like you need to have your outside hobbies or your ways to like let go and things to do or friend groups or whatever like I mean I know you work out you ride your dirt bike you Mm -hmm. um like you have so many other outlets and I think that that's like crucial within motherhood as well you can't like well lose sight of yourself or if you have you need to like find her again (laughs) yeah and that took a while I would Mm -hmm. say like it was a slow process but I agreed I'm so happy now and it's given me a different friend group and different outlets and just time to have fun or let loose or be someone in especially like dirt biking there's not there's like myself and another friend and someone just had a baby but there's not very many moms in like our girls crew mm-hmm. so it's like I'm just known as Shannon like I'm not a mom you know so it's like they don't talk about mom stuff they don't that's not their world so it's kind of fun to be in that and just get to be me um yeah yeah but without your sidekicks (laughs) yeah yeah I mean we do ride with them too but yeah um and I was talking to friends the other day too which is so funny we were just saying how in motherhood too you kind of lose sight of it'll it's a phase 
and nothing lasts forever, I think it's a good reminder because you'll be in a, in a phase where you can't get out as much and you don't have as much space at the beginning or depending what's going on or with work or your family situation where you can't do that as much, but also know it's coming. And like in even three months, you might have more space to be getting out and doing more. And so right. like it's on the horizon. It, it's not going to last forever because sometimes it feels that way. And again, that's where you can feel really hopeless and kind of negative and you just feel like you'll you'll never get sleep again or you'll never not talk about like potty training or <laughs> you know yeah and i mean i think that in those instances or in those phases like you said that's when those like little yeses can like really add up mm-hmm. because while maybe you can't get out and like go hang out with girlfriends because you're in the throes of the terrible twos or whatever it is Yes, that time will come, but what can you do for yourself in the meantime, just at home? Or can you go for a walk and just leave the baby with your husband or whatever? Just the small things, like you said, can really add up, even if it's not some big, like, social event. Yeah, yeah. Like, gathering. I can remember, um, so my kids are 19 months apart. So not like I know a lot of people have kids closer together, but it felt really close for me. Yeah, that's and still close. <laughs> yeah. So I just remember like the double down, like the second nap, my daughter's like second nap of the day and I get my son down. You just want to shout from the rooftops. You're so mm. freaking excited. <laughs> and then my son, I'd be like, oh my God, the double down. And my son stopped napping or wouldn't always go. And we weren't like huge iPad people, but like would use it when we need to. And he loves TV. So it was just a helpful tool. And I full on like, I'd get my daughter down, I'd set him up with his iPad in his room, shut the door, and I'd go into my room, put on Nashville or something on Netflix. And like, that was my yes at that point. Like I yeah. couldn't leave the house, but I was like, I am not cleaning. I am not doing anything. I am literally going to have a nap or I'm going to try and watch a show because that is what is going to feel good. And just like trying to make it in those moments, you know? Yes. And it's, yeah. that is making it in those moments and taking those moments for yourself rather than the laundry, the dishes, the garbage, the cleanup, the everything else, because that stuff as it's, it's hard because a lot, there's also a huge role of like perfectionism and motherhood these days. And like, just feeling like you have to do everything, but letting go of the, again, letting go of those things and just giving into what you need to do for you in that moment and being 100% okay with it. So that it can like really feel like a yes. Mm -hmm. So that you can actually feel into that and like nurture that feeling and like feel filled up at the end of it rather than, okay, it's the double down and they're both asleep or like quiet. Now I have exactly one hour to get everything done around the house and then they're awake and you're like, already on edge when they wake up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And 
the hard part, I, I don't know if you find this, but like the laundry and the dishes and all of that, especially because you're home, it never ends. Like yeah. you, if you don't step away, it'll just keep coming. So I'm like, at a certain point, you just have to be okay with it. And I, and also just like have friends that are okay with it because it is exhausting. And I did have some more like acquaintances, you know, that have the perfect house and it's exhausting. It is exhausting. You know, you just want people that you can just be like, this is my house. I have small children. You are welcome to come hang out here. (laughs) It's warm and cozy and you may step on a few Legos, but yeah, it's home. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So, um, you are starting off a program, right? Having to do with martyrdom within motherhood, or is it called From Martyr to Magic? Yeah, From Martyr to Magic. And starting the, I'm a part of it. <laughs> I joined. Yay. Um, but starting the week before Mother's Day, I think, beginning of May? Yeah, May 6th. So the Thursday before Mother's Day. Do you want to give a little bit of a rundown about like what it is and um, how it kind of ties into this whole conversation that we've just been talking about? Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. So this one's definitely like something that's near and dear to my heart because to kind of give like a little bit of a backstory, I just finally, I was just not very happy and kind of found myself in motherhood and just really living into the martyrdom and I was just kind of miserable a bit and I just felt stuck in this loop and felt angry at my husband that he wasn't saying nice things to me or buying me flowers or doing the things that I thought I needed and it was a bit of a a bit of a dark night of the soul and I you know friends even were kind of almost over me complaining about it and I was like whoa something is up here like no one will listen to me. (laughs) This is just feeling really lonely and just not good. And I really started to figure out that I'm going to have to show up for myself and just really about taking your power back and like radical self-responsibility. And it isn't really the answer. I don't think any of us want to hear because it's not always the easiest. And it would be nice if our husband could do it for us or our parents could just help out with the kids more and that would make it better. But I've just really realized, like you said, like letting go of the outcome is the only thing we're in control of is ourselves and how we view things and how we show up and self-love, like really, really giving ourselves the love that we need that we're needing so badly to fill our own cups up. Because as a mom, you are just giving, you are giving, you're keeping humans alive, you're trying to raise them to be these like conscious, kind humans, you're being a wife, you might be back at work, like we're playing so many roles. And our cup is so depleted and just really focusing on giving ourselves that back and just saying yes to ourselves. Like we were saying the little yeses, um, stop comparing ourselves, 
stop trying to be right um, and just kind of getting clear on what we want and how to advocate for ourselves and how to ask for things in an empowered way. Um, so that's what the course is based on. And so it'll be a five week live course. So we start May 6th. So it'll be a one hour live every Thursday. You can catch the replays if you aren't able to make it live. And then that'll be in a Facebook group and I'll just be dropping prompts and um, suggestions and homework and things to do throughout the week to kind of implement these lessons that we work through and to have a group to do this with and to keep each other accountable and just to really step into our power and just like remember how freaking magical we are. Like if you just think like we grew humans, you know, like you've, you've grown or raised humans or just as women, like our intuition and just these things we innately do. I think we get so stuck in like the day to day and forget yeah. how powerful we are. So yeah, that is just really to remind us how powerful we are and just start having more fun and, and living life that way. Yeah, I, I'm thrilled. I'm so excited. I can't wait. And I think like what you just said there is it just <laughs> made me think even further as women and as mothers, we downplay ourselves so much. Like mm-hmm. we never take full credit for everything that we do in a single day, in a single hour, raising children and keeping the house together and working or the million other things that we do, we all, we've all almost been taught to just like diminish and like keep and stay small. But really it's like, absolutely not own everything and like tune into that power and like create even more magic from it. Because like you said, we've, birthed humans or are taking care of humans and raising them and teaching them and guiding them and like doing that on top of so many other things and we need to give ourselves credit for it and we need to like look at ourselves look at ourselves in the mirror and like really like honor who we are because we're all extremely powerful (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, like a hundred percent and what I found too is once I started doing that I started getting it mirrored back to me more but I had to go first like we really have to own it and be proud of ourselves like you're saying like if you opened up a woman's brain and saw all of the all of what she was holding like you're trying to make sure everyone's feeling okay. We're noticing the little things. We're making sure nothing falls through the cracks. Like we're holding it together. I'm not yeah. Thinking, you know, like we're really doing it a lot and we're thinking of it all. And a hundred percent, we just have to start celebrating and owning it and, and recognizing. Yeah. And reminding ourselves. And that's like part of in the group I want to do is just, I, it, like you said, we downplay it. We forget. I just want to remind everyone like how powerful we are and how amazing we are. And for you to see that 
because we forget and we get worn down and we're bitter and it's just not fun. And um, yeah, and it, it gets to be more fun, right? Yes. And if there were just like, if all of us flipped that switch, imagine like the world, if we were all just like women rooting and supporting each other and just like completely like turned on by ourselves, it would be like, yeah, (laughs) it would be incredible. And I just want that for everyone. So yeah. And our kids, like our kids will see it and our oh, kids, 100%. Right? Yes. It, yeah. it trickles down and spreads onto them and just, yeah, it yeah. will create better future generations if we are able to lead by example. Mm-hmm. And just have more fun. Like, I don't want to live this existence of okay or fine or getting Medioker. through. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like we're here to have a good time. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> to well, to you and I will meet up one day and we'll go dance at those festivals again. Yes. Oh my god, I'm so excited <laughs> too. I know. Honestly. And maybe Penny and Isla can come along too. I mean, after all, she's named after Penny Lane. So right. I know. And we have to. We yeah. We have gone to one music festival in Squamish. That it's like not happening, obviously anymore. Yeah. But it was so fun to have the kids during the day dancing. I am so here for that. Mm-hmm. 100%. <laughs> I love it. Yay. Well, this was wonderful talking with you. Such a great conversation. And I hope that it resonates with any of the listeners, anyone who's listening, please. Um, if this kind of hits any points for you, or if you think of anyone while you're listening, please share, um, like, comment, save rate any of those things um shannon and i both appreciate it and um we see you and we love you (laughs) thank you thanks for having me yeah this is awesome i hope that um you'll be back on again one day sounds amazing Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of Motherhood by Design podcast. If you love this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or subscribe, rate, and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Emily Billick and on Facebook at Motherhood by Design. Interested in a chart reading, customized human design poster, or to check out my latest offers, head to emilybillick.com for more information. Thanks, and I can't wait to hang out with you again soon.